This is the Scale with Psychology podcast, where you're going to optimize your psychology to exponentially scale your business and become the ultimate version of yourself. I'm your host, Ani Manian, widely known as the Mind Whisperer and trusted advisor and psychedelic therapist to the world's top entrepreneurs and leaders. And I believe that entrepreneurship is a mental game. And the main constraint in any business is not the strategies and tactics, but the psychology of the founder. And with each episode, I'm going to help you take your life in business to levels you never thought possible. If you're ready to play the game of life and business in God mode, then this is the podcast for you. Hi there, and welcome back to the show. I've been away for a few weeks. I really missed you guys. I have been working on something super special. I'm going to tell you all about it soon. But in the meantime, if you are an entrepreneur, if you're a business owner, and you want to take your business and your life to the next level, maybe from six figures to seven, maybe from seven to eight or eight to nine, I have something super special for you. I'm going to be sharing with you today on this episode, my story and the lessons that I've learned from over 15 years of growing and scaling companies exponentially. So if you're looking to grow your company, if you're looking to do so without working harder, without stressing more, without sacrificing more, then what you're going to learn today is going to rock your world. So let's get started with my story. Let me tell you about how I discovered that the best way to rapidly scale a company is actually by upgrading the mind of the entrepreneur. Many years ago, I was advising startup CEOs from a variety of different industries on business strategy to help them grow their companies two to five X year over year. I was at the top of my game. I was making more money than I knew what to do with. I was traveling the world, basically living the dream. But while I had all the makings of success on the outside, I was actually quite miserable on the inside. I was constantly stressed. My mind was a mess. I was extremely critical of myself and I didn't really feel whole or enough. My sense of self was built on my accomplishments and it needed to be fed constantly with validation from the outside. I was honestly pretty depressed when I wasn't working. So I would either distract myself from that emptiness within with either work or social situations. I wasn't really happy. Honestly, growing up poor in a developing country on the other side of the world, I'd always thought that money and success would solve everything and give me the happiness and fulfillment that I'd spent my whole life searching for. But here I was living in New York City, the capital of the world, the secret weapon of some of the world's top CEOs, and I felt pretty miserable. I felt like I'd been duped. I loved the financial success and business achievement, but honestly, I wanted to feel wealthy on the inside too. I wanted to be rich and happy. I wanted to have success and free time. I wanted to make an impact on the world and on myself. I didn't want to accept that it had to be either or, but that seemed to be the norm, even with the extremely successful CEOs that I was supporting. In the middle of navigating this inner battle, I got the phone call that would change the course of my life. My dad had just passed away from the accumulated damage of stress and hustle. I watched him work his ass off my whole life, displaying the great determination and work ethic that made me fall in love with the idea of entrepreneurship in the first place. He put his work, success, and finances ahead of his health, happiness, and family. 
and eventually his body broke down. First a heart attack, then liver cirrhosis, and finally a fatal brain hemorrhage. He never really got to enjoy the fruits of his labor. And while cremating his dead body, I started to see all the ways in which I was like him, ways that I liked and ways that I didn't. And I saw where my life was headed if I didn't do something different. The crazy part is I could see the same pattern playing out in the CEOs that I advised as well. They were chasing success and wealth in an effort to fill an internal need and didn't really feel successful, fulfilled, or whole on the inside, no matter what they achieved. Maybe this is the fatal flaw with how we entrepreneurs are designed. The hole inside that we seek to fill by creating the impossible and leaving a legacy. So I put my businesses on hold and went down a rabbit hole to learn everything that I could about how the mind works, what makes us tick, human behavior, psychology, brain science, how we create our reality and everything in between. I literally became obsessed with trying to understand myself, my motivations, why I believe, think, feel, and do what I do. And what I found completely rocked my world. I learned that 95 to 99% of everything that we think and do in our life and business comes from the way that we were conditioned in the first seven years of our life. How this conditioning creates our belief systems and a sense of self that determines what we think is possible and the invisible ceiling that limits us. That our relationship with our caregivers and the experiences we had in our childhood created the basis for how we relate to our employees our clients, our partners, and our friends. How our subconscious mind contains programs that are designed to keep us safe, but actually keeps us from realizing our hopes and dreams of making a massive impact. How our mental operating system determines pretty much every single thing in our life. Now, when I applied this methodology to growing businesses exponentially, I saw that the main obstacles to growth were never the systems, the teams, the marketing, or the funding. It was always the programming in the mind of the CEO. The CEO's mind was either the business's greatest asset or the deadliest liability. From control or trust issues, to a need for validation, to a fear of success or failure, Every single CEO was living in a prison of internal limitations that directly predicted their external results. Once I helped them break free of these internal limitations, gain awareness of themselves and see new possibilities, they were able to step into the identity of the person who actually has the results that they want. Their external reality quickly recalibrated to match their internal reality they were able to dramatically simplify their business to allow it to scale much more smoothly. They were able to delegate most of their workload to create space to work on the business rather than being stuck in it. They were able to hire leaders and give them responsibility for results and outcomes rather than task managers who would be dependent on them. They were able to stop being the biggest bottleneck in their business so it could grow past their ceiling of time, energy, and effort. They were able to create real time and mental freedom and actually enjoy their success with vacations, family, and friends. The writing was on the wall. No business tactic or strategy 
ever grew the business as fast as working on the CEO's mind. But once the CEO's mind was aligned with the business goals, every tactic and strategy worked a hundred times better. Since then, I've invested over a quarter of a million dollars to learn how the mind works and master my own. And since then, I've helped dozens of companies hit seven, eight, and nine figures while actually giving the entrepreneur their life back. I've dedicated my life to helping entrepreneurs make a massive impact and actually make the most of every moment because I don't want anyone to experience what I saw my dad go through. Entrepreneurs like you and I are the engine of human growth and evolution. We're the key to solving the world's most pressing problems. I want you to know that you can have it all. The wealth, success, impact, happiness, fulfillment, and it gets to be fun. I want to show you how to build a high-performing, joyful, effortless, highly sustainable business that allows you to come alive every single day and feel aligned and while making money and having a surplus of time and energy. Look, you can hustle your way to six or even seven figures, but getting to eight figures and beyond just by working harder will cost you your health, happiness, and sanity. Who you are in your mind, that is your beliefs, your thoughts, your feelings, and your habits must be aligned with the kind of business you want. And when you are aligned across the three pillars of identity, mental state, and leverage with what you want to create, then you literally become limitless. That's what the eight-figure shift is all about. Now, I hope entrepreneurs scale their companies by doing the inner work to create alignment with their goals in terms of their identity, beliefs, thoughts, feelings, actions, and habits. When we don't have this internal alignment, often what happens is we try to compensate by doing the outer work. The outer work is the realm of working harder, working longer, adding more marketing channels, hiring more salespeople, all the outside stuff. But without the inside stuff in place, We're going to keep sabotaging our efforts to actually grow the business, grow the company to the level we want, because we have these subconscious blocks, these belief systems that are misaligned with where we want to go. The inside stuff in place, they literally step into the identity of the CEO who runs their dream business. They habituate a new mental baseline of high performance and flow because their internal experience is no longer tied to the external circumstances of what happens in the world, what happens in their business, what happens with their clients. And they elevate their role to have maximum leverage in terms of their time, energy, and effort. So this actually allows them to stop compensating for this lack of alignment with hustle, with stress and sacrifice, and actually enjoy the journey. Imagine that you want to scale your seven-figure business to eight figures, but you have these subconscious blocks about fully letting go of critical business functions like sales or product fulfillment, because you hold a belief that no one else can do this as well as you. So you then operate in this state of stress, overwhelm, and scarcity, because there's just too much on your plate and there's not enough time or energy to get it done. You're always behind. You never get to those high leverage activities like hiring and coaching leaders who can take responsibility for those functions. Why? Because your belief systems actually filter out those possibilities that activate your deep-seated fears of losing control in your business or things going wrong or not being able to trust others to match your standards because somehow you think that no one else can do it as well as you. 
Now, instead of taking the most efficient path of duplicating your leadership, so your company can serve more customers, you actually stretch yourself really thin, trying to do more, work harder, work longer, and you probably end up getting frustrated that the business isn't growing, that you're always maxed out. And no matter how hard or how much you work, the best you can create is incremental growth. So the eight-figure shift is that you can get to seven or even multiple seven figures with hustle, but to get to eight, nine, or even 10 figures without burning yourself out, you have to first become the person on the inside, operate from the right mental state, and work on the highest leverage activities. So the way I describe it is that you have to think, feel, and do what your next level business needs from you starting right now. And you got to keep doing that till reality catches up. So what does becoming this person on the inside really look like? Well, first and foremost, it, it looks like believing, thinking, feeling, and acting the way you would if your company was already hitting eight figures. So you can ask yourself, if I already had the results that I wanted, what would be the beliefs that I would be operating from? What would be my dominant thought patterns? How would I be feeling if I already had that eight-figure business? How would I be acting as a leader, as a boss? What actions, what habits would I be operating from if I already had what I wanted? Next. Next is letting go of control so that you are no longer the bottleneck. So you have to pull yourself out of delivery and the critical path of value creation for your clients and revenue generation for your business. Because right now, you're the ceiling for your business's growth. Next is focusing on embodying the three eight-figure archetypes. So this works at eight figures and beyond, right? So eight figures, nine figures, 10 figures, and so on. So archetype one is the archetype of the strategic visionary. So right now, if you spend a lot of time as the operator of your business, then you're neglecting this first archetype, which is you being the strategic visionary you having the vision for where the company is going, a very clear roadmap for how you're going to get there. And of course, getting buy-in and of course, communicating that to your team so they can get ahead of you because they know where you're going rather than continuing to come, rather than coming back to you over and over again, because they keep needing clarification. They keep needing approval. They, they aren't sure where you're going. So they're always behind you. The second archetype is that of a transformational coach. So at, as an eight-figure CEO, you have to step into being a transformational coach for your company, for your team, for your leaders. Your job is not to do the work. Your job is to duplicate leadership. And the way you do that is by coaching your employees, coaching your leaders, coaching your management team. Because without you doing that, they're not going to operate at their peak your job is to not just operate at your peak, but make sure that your team operates at their peak, which brings us to the third archetype. The third archetype is that of a conscious leader. The conscious leader has done the inner work to overcome the dysfunction of the ego because the ego wants approval, the ego wants control, the ego wants to soar safety and security from the business. And all of these needs, when they're sourced from the business, they create all sorts of dysfunctions and they keep you deeply entrenched in the business 
They keep your employees from fully taking on leadership responsibilities and they hold your company back. So only working on the business on $10,000 per hour or $100,000 per... So only working on the business on $10,000 per hour tasks or higher that only you can do like positioning the brand, messaging, creating new offers, negotiating strategic partnerships, raising pricing, public speaking, that becomes your domain. That becomes what you spend most of your time on. You are no longer involved in the delivery, in the fulfillment, in the sales, in the acquisition. You have to develop leaders who take on responsibility for those things. Which brings me to the next Piece. Next is hiring and developing leaders who are preloaded with solutions. So rather than hiring people who need a lot of handholding, who you're going to have to train, who have a long ramp up period, it's hiring people who have leadership capacity, but who are also preloaded with the solutions. So if you're hiring someone to focus on marketing, if they've already done the job that you're hiring them for, ideally they've done it a few times then they're gonna need a lot less time and a lot less energy from you to be fully ramped up and fully operational. They'll hit the ground. Next is delegating results and outcomes versus tasks. So the mistake most people make is they hire task managers or they hire people who need a lot of handholding or constant management. So rather than taking things off your plate, this actually adds additional responsibility to your plate. And then managing employees becomes really stressful. It becomes really challenging, and it keeps you from hiring the right people, hiring more people, and actually growing the business. Next, getting crystal clear on the vision, on the mission, on the values, and on the roadmap, and then communicating this effectively so your team knows where you're going. The idea is that you want them to not be dependent on you. So the more you can empower them, the more you can help them step into their leadership capacity, and the more they have context, not just in terms of where you're going, but actually how to make those decisions without your oversight, the easier it's gonna be for your business to grow past your CEO ceiling. Next, letting go of needing to be worthy of receiving more money by working more. In fact, actively becoming a passenger in the business so you are a luxury. And finally, as the eight-figure CEO, your job is to actively simplify the business to make it easier to scale. Complexity is very hard to scale. Right now, you probably have too many products, too many offers, too many things, too many moving parts. And managing that and trying to scale chaos is very, very challenging. Now, the reason why you might not be doing these things right now, why you might have a hard time, is that the subconscious beliefs and patterns that govern everything you do in your business what you see possible in your business, the options that appear to you, the decisions you make, the thoughts you have, they are completely invisible to you. Also, you are actually working against gravity, the gravity of your ego. Your ego is afraid of losing control and of the, gr and of the business growing beyond you. The ego wants to source its worth and approval from what you do in the business and how hard you work. And it's playing out these avoidance patterns with the super high value activities that are actually outside your comfort zone. So this keeps you in the familiar suffering rather than letting you move into your version of utopia, whether it's in terms of your business, its revenues, how much free time you have, how it feels to run your business. So if you don't make these shifts, your business is going to own you. 
your life will revolve around it. You will not truly be free. It will dominate your thoughts. It'll affect your emotions. It'll keep consuming all your energy and you won't achieve your full potential or make the difference you're here to make. But don't worry, in the next few episodes, I'm gonna go super deep in how you can make this eight-figure shift, how you can grow your business exponentially while working and stressing less than ever before. In the next episode, I'm gonna tell you all about the common beliefs and misconceptions that most entrepreneurs have that keeps them stuck, burnt out, overworked, overwhelmed, and being a bottleneck to their business. And why your goal should be to step into the identity of the limitless entrepreneur. By the way, if what you heard today is hitting you hard and you currently run a multi six or seven figure business and you wanna scale it to eight figures and beyond by becoming the CEO who can run your dream business, I'm going to be opening the doors to my signature program, the eight figure shift very soon. You can go to eightfigshift.com or click the link in the show notes to watch a short video that shows you exactly how to make the shifts to scale your business exponentially. I walk you through how you can upgrade your mind and step into the identity of the CEO who already has the dream business that you want. Operate from a peak mental state and create more leverage so you can become a passenger in your business, allowing it to scale past your CEO ceiling of time, energy, and effort. So check that out. If that sounds interesting, I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you found value, please consider leaving a five-star review to allow the show to reach more people or share this episode via your social media channels. If you're an entrepreneur and want support in exponentially scaling your business, email me at ani at animanian.com.